And welcome back. This is Liberty Librarian. This is your host, Heather Biederman. And I have the lovely Amy Cordham in studio with me tonight. And she's in the other room yelling from far away. So that was Amy. Hi, Amy. (laughs) She's hiding under a couch or something. It's really, it's going to be a really like weird show. Um, I am going to, Amy, I'm just going to talk a little bit about her for a second, but then I'll reintroduce her later. Amy's a professional harpist, and she's going to play for us a little bit tonight, and she has an awesome song lined up. Um, She also works in the public library, so that fits perfect with our theme of the Liberty Librarian. She's also another Liberty Librarian, and super cool. She works with children and, and gets to have all the fun, so you'll talk about that later. And then um, she's a writer, she's amazing, funny as hell, one of my favorite people, so I'm so glad that we get to do this, and we're drinking wine. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) We're going to have so much fun tonight. So I'm going to do what I normally do is I do um, a little bit of intellectual freedom news. We're going to do way less of that tonight because Amy and I are just going to talk all sorts of crap, and it's going to be awesome. So I'm going to start off with the news, and um, I'm going to say, cheers, we're, we're live. Uh, Amy's taking my picture, so I'm like, it probably looks really awkward, because I'm like, oh, I'm going to drink that. That's a bad one. Yep. Okay. One more okay. For, pro- for posterity. <laughs> for my posterior. No. <laughs> okay, so kids, tonight, we're going to do a little intellectual freedom news. I only got three articles for you that I want to talk about. So first, we have, um, there's basically Amazon, there's a big to-do about, uh, Amazon has Echo Dot for kids, and uh, this Echo Dot is kind of a smart speaker that you put in little kids' rooms, and they can ask questions, and um, play music, and games, and it's, it's a lot of fun. However, one of the things that have come up is that there are Uh, consumer groups that are very worried about how this uh, speaker is keeping data on children. And they're saying that they're um, failing to adequately protect children's privacy because uh, it's illegally keeping data on children even after their parents try to delete the data. So there's actual whole conversations, information that's being stored. And it's honestly, it's a little troubling. There, um, there's a couple groups that are um, filing. Um, basically, they're asking the Federal Trade Commission to investigate Amazon. And this device is very cheap; it's thirty-five dollars. And so people are getting these all the time for their little kids. Um, one of the groups that are investigating it is the Campaign for Commercial Free Childhood and the Center for Digital Democracy. So Amazon, of course, markets this as a kid-friendly study buddy a DJ, a comedian, a storyteller, and more. And it promises peace of mind for parents who want to screen explicit music from their children. Of course you want you want that, right? You don't want to have harmful content for your kids. However, by doing this, Amazon <clears throat> is, they're alleging that the kids' version of Amazon's Alexa won't forget what children tell it, even after the parents try to delete the conversations. And you know, kids, like they they just like blah, 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 blah. They might be talking about everything. So everything and anything about their parents, there could be some really sensitive information that they're sharing. So what they're asking is why are they keeping these recordings? 
They're amassing a treasure trove of sensitive data. <laughs> Don't die, Amy. It, I know it's, it's, it's upsetting. Um, but there's the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, known as COPA, which makes me think of the Copa Cabana. <laughs> Copa, Copa Cabana. Yeah, we went there. Um, so they're, they're holding on to these children's personal information longer than is reasonably necessary. So one of the things that they said as an example was um, they wiped all the um, information off the device and uh, they at this person, um, their child had a walnut allergy and they deleted all the information. They tried to delete it and then they checked it again and the child asked what Alexa remembers and it still recalls that she's allergic to walnuts. So there's no wiping out the information. It's living on the cloud and you may feel like you have... A, you know, safely have erased everything in its memory, but you haven't. So what they're they're hoping to do with um, some of these investigations is to make it so, you know, they they say they're going to wipe out the information that they actually do. And the FTC has um, basically looked into Google and Apple before. Um, there was a popular video sharing app for kids called TikTok. And it got a $5.7 million fine for something very similar. So these are things that are going to be big money. And it's because data privacy is very important. And people should, you know, they, they really love to have all these fun things for their kids. But they need to be aware that um, companies like Amazon and Google and Apple are not being forthright on what's getting erased and what they're using. Because it's big money. For the kids crying out loud. It's for the kids. Don't save their data. They're little kids. So that's one. Just make sure you look at that. Um, Amazon Echo Dot, we're going to keep an eye on that for you and see if they're going to make any changes. Now, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is I, I want you to be safe and I want you to feel like you're protecting your online privacy. So I found this really cool article on, uh, where was this, fastcompany.com. And they had four easy ways, easy changes that you can uh, make your life a little more private online. And I thought these were kind of cool. And I'm, I'm, I haven't changed it all yet because I still use, I'm using Google Chrome right now. And I think, I, I know they're they're watching me right now. So there's four things you can do to make it so it's a little bit less intrusive. Thanks for like lighting all this stuff. Now I can't breathe. <laughs> Virgin Mary candles. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're, so we're being blessed. Yeah, from Notre Dame. Oh, from Notre Dame directly. Yeah. So yes, it, I, I mentioned that on my show a couple weeks ago when with the oh, fire. Oh, yeah. Ugh, it's so beautiful. Ugh. <laughs> Thanks. Bless us, Mary. <laughs> we're not actually smoking anything. No. We're just like lighting candles Sorry and being that. mood ambiance. Yeah. So All right. I'm gonna okay. take a sip of wine before I go on the next one. Hmm. <laughs> Anyway, so, you know, I use Google Chrome. So they recommended instead of Google Chrome to use uh, something called Brave, which makes me think of that Disney movie with the little girl with the, yeah. the red curly hair and, uh -huh. and a bow and arrow. But it is not that. Um, they say that you should switch to something like Brave because it's a web browser that, uh, that's looking out for your privacy more. And the reason I've stuck with Google is because they have all these add-ins and um, 
everything is just like great it's slick it works great you can like log in anywhere and your your information follows you which is part of what's bad but um brave it it, it looks and works almost exactly like chrome and it's compatible with every chrome theme and extension so if you love your extensions on chrome brave is a better better web browser to use so i'm going to be looking into that more too because privacy is super important and then you don't have these big companies like Google taking advantage of your data. So think about that. Um, the other, uh, the second one on their list was instead of using Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp, which is a great name. <laughs> WhatsApp. <laughs> I know I'll never get sick of that. Um, I was wanting a thinning at the end of it. What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> What's happening? We can like actually make our own app now that says "What's happening" because it's different, what's happening? and it would confuse people. Ah, oh, it's too late. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that motivated that I can actually get out there and do something. Thank you, note when you guys. Yeah, send us your some of your money yeah, for the idea. Chat. I love getting free money. What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> So instead of using those two, I know tangent. Yeah, that? <laughs> We're gonna have so many tangents today. Tangential. tangential. <laughs> I'm gonna make Our words tangential up. Tangential radio show. Yes, it's all. It could be anything. I could start reading from your like cookbooks over here. We talk about cats. It can be anything. At the library book sale, I bought an old um, Canterbury Tale. Did you? I did in I, the old English. That is so cool. We can try it out. When I. Uh, We'll, let, we'll read the whole thing today. Well, page one. <laughs> page one. My old English is not so great. But we did when I um when I was in college as an undergrad, we went and um got to see where some of the Chaucer stuff was. Mm-hmm. So it was so neat. It's mostly like ruins and stuff, but still, still it was awesome. Still. So that, that when you said that I was like, oh yeah, we're on the Our same page. Printed. I, I was there, man. I oh, was <laughs> I need before a it was <sighs> that was really good. <laughs> so anyway, um back to the news. Right. Just I'll, I'm gonna get through this because we're gonna just be so tangential uh-huh. like the rest of the night. So um the one that they recommend is Signal, which I already know some of my Liberty friends use that and they love it a lot. Um Signal is kind of cool. And that, you know, it does like what your messaging apps do. But um, those two, Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp. <laughs> um, it, WhatsApp is actually owned by Facebook. So, like, they, they data mine. They say that WhatsApp doesn't data mine, but it does, you know, because they send all their data to Facebook. So, really, it's not protecting your contacts and your informations and all that. So, it's really good to look at something like Signal which actually um, does more than just encrypt your messages. It also hides all the metadata and like that says basically who sent the message. Um, The only person who the message is being sent to can see the message. Signal has no way of telling who is sending you or other messages or whatever. So nor does anyone who intercepts a signal message. They can't tell, they can't just open it and go, oh, that's what Amy's up to. Like, oh, she likes spices. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to get the data. I'm going to get the bag of data. <laughs> uh, we, 
we we put a bottle of wine in the freezer and Amy turned Italian on me. I'm going to put the broccoli. the broccoli, man. I'm going to put it in the front of the broccoli. And it's like, what? What? How did this happen? You went from being normal Amy to being Italian Amy. Well, I started to stutter and then I decided to just go with it. Just go with Italian. I like it. Yeah. But I knew what you meant, and that was what the weirdest that, part. That is. That it was like, oh yeah, put it with the frozen broccoli. It's our mind wave. <laughs> you know, if we you don't follow. It's okay. It's okay. Like, you don't yeah, have to. Not everyone does. Like <laughs> <They're> waitresses. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, Bleh. they're like, oh, do you mean this? We're like, oh, uh, good enough. Bring mine. <laughs> yes. Wine and guacamole. Yes, guac. Ooh. Ooh, right. I know. I wish I brought guacamole, but oh, sorry guys. I know. Okay. I'm I, like, I talk with my stomach. So signal is a good one if you want to use instant messaging that isn't going to screw you over. Now, this one, I just love the name again. So instead of using Google to search, you know, I use Google all the time. Um, there's one called DuckDuckGo, which is a great name. Like, I love that. I would, I, I almost want to that. use it. I know. I would be so oh, rich man. if they just, like, say, Heather, make up a name. Like, Cat Cat Go. I'd be like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because cats on the internet, see, that's that's how we like oh, make man. a Chinese that's ripoff that's version. Good idea that you all could run with and give us money. Yes, for the idea. always. If you get ideas from us, send me money. Because I'm a poor librarian, and I really, we are all poor librarians. Let me just tell you, they don't pay us for all of our awesomeness and good looks. They should. So anyway, so DuckDuckGo is also privacy first search engine. So another reason, because Google is an evil, evil corporate master and they want to steal your data. So make sure that you at least consider using something like DuckDuckGo. There are other options, but this is a good one. Now, this is one I hadn't heard of before today. Um, you know, ISPs use what's called DNS and um, Basically, it's like all the, the information that's going over the internet. Um, a lot of times they can intercept it. Your internet company can intercept stuff and they can see what you're up to, looking at the porns, whatever. You know, they. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, now we're going to blackmail you because you look at, I don't know, yeah. sneaker porn or something. Yeah. I don't, I'm making up stuff. So if you look it up, it probably exists, though. Gross. Not that. Don't Google anything that. Don't put the word like, porn and in that. Put something like toe jam. Ah! There's got to be somebody who's into that. Toe jam porno. Toe jam porno. Oh yeah, one more wine. So anyway, um, to protect yourself, if you don't want people to know you, look at toe jam porn. Um, you, you can use something like a VPN, which is like, I, I use a VPN. Um, there's tons of really good ones out there. One that I use is called Windscribe, but, um, there's lots and there's lots and lots of options out there. But, um, what you might want to do, a newer thing that I've never heard of is called a DNS service called Cloudflare. And they have one that's called one dot one dot one dot one. So it's probably, there's probably a fun one way. And one, one and one and one and three. Don't use the DNS. Use one dot one dot dot one dot one. Over me. Yeah. 
you're making me sing and it's horrifying. I can't stop too. So it, it shields you from cyber attacks. It shields you from um, people looking in on your content. So it's, I actually looked at it just for the first time today and you can use it on your phone. You can use it on both Android and Apple. There's apps for it. And then if you go to what's, called the uh, Cloudflare website with that one dot one dot one dot one um, if you google that or whatever you're actually your new <laughs> non-google how do you say it you just search it that's it's sort of like when you say Kleenex for tissue and it's like that's not just the only kind of tissue that exists but I, I grew up hearing Kleenex all the time so you you get used to it bless you bless you and so you use that and it it can uh, kind of hide your internet location and so it's it's another option if you could use it with a vpn too so no one will ever be able to figure your stuff out which is kind of the point we all want to be kind of ghosts in the machine you know so let's see did i say them all yeah that's all that's the fourth one so if you try any of those you're going to be great you'll be hidden from the man and that's what you want you don't want them to know everything you're up to privacy is king so let's see Last article. Um, this is more just informational. They did a survey uh, for Americans and about uh, by the American Bar Association did a survey called Survey of Civic Literacy. And they just released the information this May for National Law Day, which I didn't even know was a day, but honestly, that's kind of interesting. And um, they wanted to find out how much people know about freedom of speech and our, how our government functions and people, they, well, they kind of know, but it was there. How many people didn't know is a little bit troubling. So many, sometimes the majority of people on this first amendment survey get our rights wrong. History tells us though, if we are not aware of our freedoms, it is that much easier to lose them. So I just hope that you know, if you if you feel like I don't know much about this, that you do a little more reading, that you try to keep yourself informed, and if you have kids that are uninformed, that you tell them too what's important. So, in, in this, uh, more than eight out of ten respondents of the 1,000 person sampling said we should be able to publicly criticize a president or any other government leader. That we should have the right to ask for government records and information. Yes, and we should, and that is part of our rules. Three out of four agreed that the government should not be able to restrain the press in reporting on political protests. Three out of four. So a quarter of the people thought, oh, they can they can keep the press from <laughs> operating, which is terrifying to me. Um, How many? Out of, out of th um, three out of four people think the government should not be able to restrain the press. So that means one, one in four think that the, the government should be able to restrain the press. How do we find those? How do we like tell those people out from the crowd? I think like, do you think there should be freedom of press? Raise your hand. And so the people Three that people don't. will look shocked and one person will like raise their so hand. Like, okay. <laughs> or the other way around. Like, uh, do you think that the government should tell the press to go to hell? And they'll be like, yeah. Like, you sir, or you ma'am. And then after that, our, our choice becomes our own. Yes. Okay. So then, 18% of the people that were polled did not know that freedom of the press or freedom of assembly are elements of the First Amendment. They did not go to school and like learn about government in school. So it's a little sad. And then 30% of the respondents believe freedom of speech applies only to U.S. citizens rather than 
correctly to all in this nation. So, I was like, are you, you're joking. No, they just think, oh, you're not a citizen. You can't say what you think. You, you have no rights. You do have rights. You're here. Everyone that's in this country has a right to freedom of speech. People don't know that shit. Floodgates <laughs> um, open. <laughs> this I thought was kind of cute. 23% thought Ruth Bader Ginsburg was the chief justice of the U.S. Supreme Court, which I just think is kind of wishful thinking on my part, too. But um, they said that um, it's John Roberts. 49% correctly identified John Roberts as the chief justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. So that one's a little harder because you don't see much in the news for the Supreme Court. Very, I mean, I'm not looking for it. It doesn't show up on my Facebook no. feed unless there's some big change. Right. So... But at least they knew she was a justice of the Supreme Court, so I yeah. felt like that's a success. Well, where are they? Are they? Where, how are they serving people? Like Walmart parking lots? Yeah. <laughs> you know, campuses? I bet you you get some different responses <laughs> if you go to the gas station versus, yeah. or versus on a college campus where people might have just recently taken a class. You know, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, how are they doing it? Well. So 18% thought the first 10 amendments of the U.S. Constitution are called the Declaration of Independence, which it's not. 75%, however, correctly identified them as the Bill of Rights. So humanity is pretty okay. 75% of the people are pretty good. Mm -hmm. They got a grasp of it. Wherever they're, I'm kind of curious about how they hold people too because that it seems higher than i thought yeah because you see those late night shows where they go out and yeah. ask the man on do the you street think homo sapiens should be allowed to go extinct like, <laughs> wasn't that the last one they're all like, like yes well the last one i saw in the zoo was looking pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a homo sapien they thought we shouldn't use any of our any more of our resources to yes it. so stop those homo sapiens right i i, I should stop rescuing them <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember totally what that was, but it was a. I like the idea of it though. Like, like yeah. did, or today I saw on Facebook somebody had um, gone around and pulled people and said, um, "Do you think we should teach Arabic numbers in schools?" And people were like, "No." <laughs> no! And you're like, "Dude, don't you know that's what our actual numbers are?" <laughs> Are you confused? Do you think it's like Roman numerals? What guys, you know? <laughs> yeah. So they didn't understand that at all. And I and I totally feel bad. I do too. How how deep that is? It that people don't that's deep. Or I've had not millenn you know, they always blame millennials, but there's always people that like can't read analog watches. I mean I have a digital watch on now, but you just feel kind of bad. That that took me forever, though. I will admit, like, I remember sitting in my second grade classroom because I must have had, like, a digital time clock or yeah. something. Yeah. If you're used to it, it's and really... I, I remember panicking. Like, how am I going to figure this out? Test, like, I must have just always asked, you know, mom, grandma, dad, what time is it when there was something like that? Yeah. And I, I think they probably just never even thought they, to... They may not have ever yeah. gone over so, it. So, like, I, that day... You're like, I'm like, oh, I need to know this just in case. And you learned. I did. Which is like, that's all you, you But it was, I remember I had a friend named Joanne, and she had long, beautiful, curly hair, and she stood in this really, like, cool Wonder Woman way to drink at the at the water fountain. How do you do a Wonder Woman way? Okay. I mean, I'm going to describe it, because okay. people on radio can't right, see so it. Okay, so here's the water fountain. Okay. And she would take her hair, and she'd flip it, and 
she's lunge. So, <laughs> she's like doing a like a runner stretch. Like a lunge at the water fountain. But she's fountain. holding her but hair. She's holding her hair back. Because she don't want to get your hair in the no. water fountain. And I'm sure it was for the hair. She wasn't just trying to be cool, but she looked so cool. She's like, you look amazing. Drink more water. Like, teach me how to tell time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, while you're at it, drinking water. Right. Do you know how this analog clock thing works? <laughs> and so then I, I got the whole thing, like the, but I'll, you know, it was like, 15 minutes too but then when they started saying like the 45 i'm like well See, it's not 45. I totally see why that. I, I was just looking at. I'm staring at your clock over there, going, "That's totally not the right it's time." Not 45. But you it's know, also not 30. It's 12:15. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I mean, if you're just looking at it as a fresh-faced kid, right? You'd be because there's a nine there. Why is a three a 15? Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's yeah. just like you just learn it and then yeah. you know it. Right. But you know, I always look at it as quarters when I look at that. So. That's yeah. a weird thing to bring right. up. But anyway. But you know, it's like the millennial kids that um, never learned to write cursive. Uh-huh. And so it's like a secret language when you're writing cursive. They're like, what <laughs> yeah. the hell is this? Like, hey, I'm something by my kid here. It's cursive. It's like, this is your Christmas list. Christmas You'll paper. never know. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, H? <laughs> They're like, whoa. Secret writing, yo. Uh-huh. That they taught us all. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes that's what you need, though. Okay, so I'm looking at the time because I can really talk. Um, so we're getting to the end of this, but they're um, they weren't sure. People will get really confused, and 54% said there's no free speech right under the First Amendment to burn a U.S. flag in political protest. And I mean, you can because yeah. it's free speech. It might not be a, the right thing to do, and I I kind of wonder if that's the way people are looking at it. Like they get confused by the questions. But still, you know, I think that we need to teach people what our freedoms are. And the warning sign, we, we need to educate people about the meaning and the importance of the role and the purpose of the First Amendment freedom. And the fact that there's like a quarter of the people that don't get it means that we're kind of on that slippery slope where things can go downhill. We can lose our basic freedoms at any time. They're always trying to take them away. And many people will not know or even care that they're gone. So those of us that know, inform your friends that that are confused. You know, make sure, bring it up in conversations with your friends. You know, you go, hey, what do you think about free speech? And if they don't, if they totally don't, aren't for it, (laughs) you like need to maybe question your friendship with that person. Go ahead and do some of it. Yeah. Here's the street corner. Yelp. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that wasn't anybody's butt. Top secret. Top secret stuff. <laughs> okay. So we're going to play an ad, take a little drink of wine, and then we're going to just talk about shit. Yeah. So I'll be right back, and Amy will be back, and we'll get more talking with Amy. It'll be a lot more fun. So now that's the news, and we will be back in just a minute. Let's see. There's just so many ads. We'll do this clarity at the dark. Come join us as we peel away the layers of the unseen, unknown, and uncharted. And we hope you tune in late night, 9 p.m. Pacific time, to get ready to find a clarity after dark.
You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait, there's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. Poor Amy, she thought it was Liberty Snickers, and she got really excited, and I was like, Snickers, which is still really cool, but, you know, I, I think I, we Snickers. just get hungry. Free the Free Snickers. The Peanuts. <laughs> Delicious. You know, it's that time of day when we're talking about food, and we're just hungry. Oh, <laughs> well, chips and dip, too. So, we're now going to talk with Amy Cordum. Welcome, Amy. We've been kind of chatting the whole time, but... You know, right when I put a chip in my mouth. Way to go. Right, good timing. You're a pro. Thanks. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm eating right now. So. Me too. So, what brings you here? <laughs> well, I live here. Oh, yeah. This is really, we're at Amy's house, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm on the road. Mm-hmm. And she, like, actually got her harp out today. I'm actually very, very excited. Harp is in the kitchen. It's in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Amy's got a cat. Sam, I think he, I think he ran away because he's out in the. Oh no, he's here. Oh, so he's ready to get interviewed Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. So yes, we have that in common. We both are. We like cats. Like cats. And we like music and we like drinking wine. And we're librarians. And librarians. Amy is a public library goddess. Uh Could you talk a little bit about you know your your work at the library? What what do you do there? What do I do there? What don't you do? You know when I applied. (laughs) to work at the Blue Earth County Library here in Mankato, Minnesota. <laughs> the job description was it was it had all the things in it like customer service and be courteous and know the catalog and learn you know how to find people books and then was, there's this line about pick up toys. Pick up like, toys. <laughs> and oh, I already know I would fail at this job. You have <laughs> no idea how much of my time is it actually picking it's up toys? Picking up toys like you that, wouldn't believe where you find. So that's up at the top. Dinosaurs. Like, like little rubber dinosaurs? Oh, I was going to say, where do you find little oh rubber? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, they're, they're back eating the Little House in the Prairie books. Oh. I know. Delicious. They're under, they're under the, like, they're chewing on the speakers for oh. the gaming computers. Right. Because they're playing with them. They're and they playing. Go, Look, they're hungry. They want to eat Exactly. Books. Or, like, mom was back there looking for some books, and the kid just leaves it behind. So it's yeah. actually kind of, it's hilarious. Do you find them in just weird spots? Like, do they migrate out into the adult collection? Sometimes they migrate out into the adult collection. Someone will find them behind the rock. They usually don't get that far, but well, that's for like, a real fast, sneaky kid, you know? You're like, where'd he go with that? Right, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, here in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to introduce this child to the wonders of, you know, Beatrix Potter, and we're going to have these wonderful Magic. conversations. Nope. They want the Iron Man books. 
Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but everybody likes what they like, you know? Yeah. It's like, I want to read a book about Loki or Thor, uh-huh. and then you're like, okay, yep. but how about, you know, Alice in Wonderland? Like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, so but here she is in a graphic novel. Ooh. See, they get into the graphic novels, and then they go back and think, you maybe hope. I should read that. You hope. I I was a really weird reader when I was a little kid, though. Like, I went from being, like, cute little kid stuff to being, like, I'm going to read Stephen King in third grade. And then, like, yeah, now I, now I think that's probably why I'm warped. But <laughs> maybe yeah, you shouldn't let little yeah. kids read that so or early. This kid one, he wanted to read the Amityville Horror. I think. Oh, it's so scary. <laughs> and he was. The true story one. Yeah, I don't remember how old he was. He was not old enough to read the Amityville Horror, though. But he came in. And he was acting really cool, and I could tell that over in reference they had not checked it out to him. Oh, jeez. So he thought, a nice lady who, like, checks me on a computer every day. You can do it. Yeah, and I'm like, you're just not old enough to read this. He said, that's what that lady over there told me. (laughs) So we found him this really, like, it was almost like a picture book, junior fiction picture book. And it was kind of just about, like, what the story was about. Yeah, you know that there, there was, this is what happened, and here's the house where it happened, and then there was an exorcism, and then this is what happened to the priest. So he checks this book out. He says, "Well, fine, maybe I'll watch the movie." I said, "I'm not going to help you find the movie. No, it's like a ra- no, our movie is horrible. Like yeah. I couldn't watch it. The scariest show I've ever seen. And then it's like Poltergeist, which is like the same kind of genre right. where it's like that reality feeling and that messes with your head." Right. Because you're thinking, like, is the toy in my closet going to, like, suck me into another dimension? Uh-huh. And if you're a little kid, that's just going to mess and you he up. he was little. Like, he said, yeah, but I read books, books about World War Two, And I said, which, you know. But which books are you reading? Great, but you're not. Yeah. And so he's like, please. And I said, no. And I said, I don't care which librarian is here. I said, when you're old enough, I will, I will help you find any book you want. And so I go. All right, Pinky swear you won't watch the movie. He said, no. I said, why not? He said, I don't trust the library. Oh, but you know, that he's got that going for him. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust it. I'm not checking you on a computer anymore until you get a library card with a password. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I feel like if his parents were there and like, yeah, you can do it, I'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. But when they're just like trying to pull stuff, you yeah. kind of go... Well, and super, super smart kid, and this is oh, yeah. the, this is the problem. Young kid, brilliant reader, completely bored with the subject matter yeah. in his reading level, and he he jumps he just reading jumps level. Ahead. He jumps the reading level, and that he can't handle the subject matter. It's the problem is that he can read the words, but right. he doesn't understand the meaning or the context. Or he can, and he's not ready for it. Yeah, well, some of it's very adult. Right, like when a girl reads, you know, Judy Bloom, and she gets up to, are you there, guys? Me, Margaret. Oh, and yeah. then she tries to jump up to Tiger Eyes or whatever. Like our banned books. And with. her mom, right, and her mind is blown, and who she gets, she's not going to ask her mom. <laughs> Do you ever get parents that just come and flip out because their kids checked out a book that they mm-hmm. don't? Okay. Because I always just wonder... When I was in elementary school, I I totally went past the reading level, mm-hmm. and I ran, I went through all the subject areas and the and the children's library. I'm like, okay, I need more. Yep. And so I went, can I get more? Can I get check out the ones from the adult section? Like you can, but you had a good librarian. Who I knew did. Yeah. They, they knew me. I I mean, I would just like get tons of books, mm-hmm. you know, like huge piles, and I'd go through them and bring them back. 
and I would actually go and talk to the yeah. librarian about what I read. Yep. I was that kind of nerd. No, but that's a good librarian. Yeah, they and totally they tell you. made you love the book. I did too. I had good librarians too. That that makes a yeah, huge difference. Mrs. Schindel and Mrs. Um, well, she she'd kill me if she ever found out. <laughs> I just had her name, but I I thought to myself, I better say Schindel first in case I forget it. Oh yeah, it'll come to you later. And yeah, Cindy was her first name. Oh yeah. There's always one so that Bowman, Cindy Bowman. Cindy, Cindy, yeah. That name sounds familiar. Very cool. Yeah. So it kinda helped you and get you excited about reading and mm-hmm. found things that in your subject areas. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I mean, some of the librarians, there's one lady that was just like mm. she growled at me. I swear she looked like she was like George Washington. <laughs> Like, you know how they have the wigs? And I do. Like, the curls were up. Some women go that way. In in those teeny little skinny glasses where they they look down on you over Uh the glasses, and it's very disapproving. And that was one of my first librarians in elementary school. And she was, you know what? She, I I got to figure her out because right away I thought she was terrifying. But then she knew what kind of books I was in, too. And Mm -hmm. she, like knew I wasn't going to wreck her books. Yeah. I think they were her books. You yeah. Know? Some librarians are very possessive. Yeah. But that was way before computers. And oh, we had the little key card catalog. There's always somebody like what they stick their hand in like a jar of honey and then go yeah, look through right. it. They're always gross. I know. I'm really glad those don't exist anymore. They're, they're, the card catalog drawers were beautiful, but the card. I admit, like I sometimes sit and think how how did they even do that? Like, how did you even cross-reference or it was you just such had to a pain. know. I think the librarian, you had so few books, you just had to know and where they were. And there's duplicate cards yeah. in the back room. So that way, like, they could go back and then they'd have to have somebody do inventory in the right. cards and make sure they're there because sometimes people take them out. All the time. And then they wouldn't go back. Yeah. Or, it gives me a headache thinking I, about it. I know. It's so much easier with the computers. I And... Um, when I was, and this was a long time ago, but when I went to MSU Mankato, um, they, it was one of the first years they had the electronic online catalog yeah. that I'm that old. And and it was just like all the librarians were like, it's so much easier. Thank God. Imagine that person had to put all that in there, though. Oh, I know. I, I'd i say that the people who are kind of the, the patron saints of the library world are the catalogers because uh-huh. it's stuff that I don't really like to do. Yeah. But the people who can do it, they do it very well, mm-hmm. but they all, they're pretty much the most introverted usually, yeah. except I, I have one person who I know is not an introvert at all, but everyone else is, and they, they were like, leave me alone, I will catalog all this shit, and it'll be done, and you're like, okay, right. you like throw chocolate at them, and like, <laughs> what can we do to make you happy and can more you comfortable? Can make all the Welly Busher books under Welly instead of 14 different authors? Exactly. And they're like, sure, and you just like want to melt into the floor thank you yeah thank you i know you just gotta say thank you all the time Mm because they don't they're so behind the scenes they never hear nice things because you know catalogers are kind of Mm -hmm. they're they're back in the back room oh yeah i know bless them all because i hate that we're getting sneezed on and slobbered on and like handed well that's not a benefit (laughs) Like, stuff here is this not or is this yeah, food? I get called Miss <laughs> Amy, I get called Miss Jennifer, I get called oh, I get Jennifer Lady, sometimes. I get called Library Lady, I get called you, I get you? called Mom, you, I get oh, called you. Mom, <laughs> I get called me sometimes, me, me, 
and there's yeah what is mean like me lady or whatever yeah, me, yeah whatever come so talk I just, to me like hold out my hand i and hope to god that like don't spit it over in my the two years my skin has grown another layer of you you do like have like this right? magic weird stick kind of yeah from small children cooties. handing me disgusting <laughs> Stop. I'm picking up those toys. Oh God, you're like. Sometimes I think about it and then like don't. There's think about a layer it. of snot on everything. Don't think about it. Oh, oh my God. There's a don't movie called it. Kung Fu Hustle, and there's a part at the end where there's a candy store and all, and the guy, he's a good guy, he's working in the candy store, and all these little kids are there, and I don't know what it is, but there's a scene where this kid's got a snot bubble. Oh no. And it's just like I, I think this is everything encapsulated about what about small children yeah. I don't like. Boogers. I'm like boogers. Yep. And it's like everything else I can deal with. I love little kids, but boogers, like for the gross stuff. Oh yeah. You're like, oh. Yeah, we have Kleenex. And it's like the barrier. <laughs> you know, the child, a little bit of death. Kleenexes. A like, little bit of death. <laughs> Sometimes more. I just hold up the box. <laughs> like you need to wipe your nose, little man. No, I don't like every time you talk to me, stuff kind of there's stuff. But to be fair, I'm short, so like there's adult men and women that are taller than me, and I'm like, I look right up in your nose cavity, and like, oh, Kleenex for you too. Oh, yeah. Tall people problems. Yeah, I have a really high growth tolerance, so that's it's helped. That's you know good, that yeah. like being around little kids and cats, you know, I cats. I've had a cat throw up right out of a box. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think that's prerequisite. You can clean up farms. Yeah, yeah. you can totally. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) I do. You're like, oh, this will be nothing for you. (laughs) Barf on a rug, no problem. You know what? And they always say, like, until you've had somebody barf on you, like, you really don't know, like, gross. Uh (laughs) And you're like, yeah, I have had somebody barf on me. Uh I can handle anything. Yeah. (laughs) You come home at the end of the day and you're like, what's that? I'm not even going to ask. Don't. Just you don't want to put it in the washing machine. Freaking horrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they also save super cute things to you. Oh, my God. They do. Like, it just breaks my heart. It's so sweet. Some of the stuff, I, I never get people that are, like, as much in love with the library as, like, little kids oh, are. Oh, I know. The little girl who named her little toy monkey Amy after oh, Miss Amy. Oh, Miss Amy. I know. It's so sweet. <laughs> and, like, the, the things you hear about their family life. So we were, I was helping a little girl find a book, and I don't remember the character, but I think, but I think it snores. Oh, oh, mm. and I heard all about how dad snores and what mom says about <laughs> dad snores. Until mom comes around the corner, she's like, <laughs> don't tell people that. Yeah, the best one was this little kid, and he has so much suave, and he's sitting there oh. with his back to me, and he's looking at the fish tank, and he turns around, he puts one elbow over the back of the chair, and he's like, hey, I got lotion on. <laughs> you do, sir. And I said, really? Like, yeah, I got, I got lotion for my face. Yeah. Said, yeah. He said, I got lotion, I got lotion for my hands. And I said, yeah. He said, I got lotion for like my legs. And I said, yeah. And he said, my daddy's got lotion for it. And mom just came oh, oh, in from the children. <laughs> She's like, that's okay, it's okay. Baby. Don't tell him about daddy's lotion. Please. <laughs> I know where that was going. Oh my god! It's like mother. I mean, in my mind, I was gonna like I was thinking what like my daddy has. I was just like, please don't tell me it's like that kind of. Or lotion. just like, what am I gonna say? Like, what am I gonna do? How am I, What? And then, but like, mom saved me 
Everybody's got lotion for everything. Everybody's got lotion. <laughs> That's all I would have said, too. That's what I said. I said, I have lotion, too. But not that kind not of lotion. Just, I'm not sure what daddy's got. but <laughs> Everybody's got lotion, little boy. It's just so Chair that I got lotion on. Like it's a pickup <laughs> line. I think he was kind of trying to impress From you like with a it. Four year old. But you know, like little kids, they just love the librarians. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that love libraries are super. They they just like I love you. I want to work with you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, because yeah. at least you're into it. I think we'd have a lot of fun with like a five or six year old in the mm-hmm. library. Like, you want to go shelve books? They'd be like, yeah. Right. I know. Like certain parents have have realized like. We have to go. We have five more minutes. We got to go to lunch, or I'm going to leave you here with Miss Amy. And they're like, okay. See you. Never come back. <laughs> Empty suite. Not, not a real effective threat. They're like, we love Miss Amy. Mm-hmm. And we'll help. We can work here. And we'll help. <laughs> Sometimes not in a good way. Because I know, like, they've done, I can shelve. And you're like watching them. And you're like, you have totally not shelved that right. Uh-huh. But uh, you're adorable. And I'm not right. going to really correct you. And when you're reshelving books, you can tell, okay, a parent did not make this selection it's because the little child was sitting on the floor in the lower section of the BU's and just emptied that bottom shelf and mom checked him out (laughs) we just put it on a cart people it's way more helpful to us we'll put it where it goes it's not a mom checked him out we'll just like put all the BU's back next week (laughs) bug bird and bug oh I bet you that's a popular session section and the dinosaur section is probably really popular Oh my god. Have you seen did you see that Fred Rogers movie, the Mr. Rogers? Uh-uh. Oh, you ever see that? It'll make if you watch that show when you're a kid at all, like did you ever watch Mr. I Rogers? I did. Ever? I don't see I don't think I'm emotionally Oh, I was strong. I, I, I cried my eyes out. And you know what? It was all people who were in their forties or older in the theater with us and we we're all bawling Balling. like I babies. I'm terrible. I always say like there's certain movies I won't see in the theater. Yeah. Like there was a that um, Ewan McGregor had a Winnie the Pooh movie, and I actually started crying during the trailer for it. <laughs> I'm like, I can't see that movie in the theater if I'm gonna ball because uh-huh. no one like around me. Everyone's like, Why are you crying? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen so beautiful. I've seen enough about it to know that I'm just not emotionally written mm-hmm. for the Mister Rogers. Movie. I have like a big heart, and I um like it's certain things that you're just like, oh, like things about that you remember when you're a kid and you grow up and this change yeah. and you're not the sweet, innocent little kid anymore, but you still mm-hmm. have part of that inside of you yeah. and you identify with it. That's the stuff of like tears. Right. And like books, books are so like for me, I'm sure for you too, for a lot of people, I can tell you like a, a person will um, pick up a book and look like, Oh, like I used to have this when I was little and it, 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 tugs it. And it, it opens up the memories and it opens up, Every sense that you have. It's so much more real when you read it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, opening up that world for your child. You know, that, oh, the, know. the feelings that you felt, that safety and learning. People and, that read, they get to go on adventures that non-readers will never understand. They think they see it in the movies. It's in your head, though. Mm-hmm. So much more magical. And it, it, I always go, did you like that show? Maybe you should read the books because they're kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Like the Harry Potter stuff, especially, I always thought the books were better. Yeah. 
but then I ugly cried because yeah. like, I'm like, Snape, oh Snape, I love you. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It's like Game of Thrones. I, I'm oh. not gonna read Game of Thrones. You know, if you're not like a like the violence of it, I'm just pretty... not. I'm not done with. I'm one. I'm not over episode whatever it was three. Oh yeah. Where we like the Night King got shattered. I'm just not over that yet. Like yeah, we gotta be like. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff yeah. that's dark and um. People aren't ready to move on. Yeah. I found that, like, okay, I'm not going to spoil it all for you guys, but there's stuff that people are really angry about this season that I'm like, you know, it was all foreshadowed. Yeah. Things that have happened, it was kind of like you knew it was going to happen. But people have a love of certain characters yeah. so much that they can't see their favorite yeah. characters change or go away right. or anything. Yeah. So without spoiling it, you know, if you're reading, like, Game of Thrones, you should just kind of know that somebody's gonna die. Yeah. Somebody's gonna like do something stupid. You just don't get attached. But it's hard not to get attached because it's like you're all there and you're like, I'm so oh in. The dead are coming, and then you're like, we we all we're fighting so hard to live, and then things happen, and you're like, why do we fight so hard? It's like <laughs> it's, it's over. I know. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you you know, you just feel like um, they foreshadowed this like all eight seasons. Yeah. And if you were listening, they you, you wouldn't be sitting be. on the couch bawling quite so hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I was trying to mentally prepare myself, and still there are surprises. Yeah. Then, which is good, because you want to have shows that surprise you and are fun, but also I don't want to be traumatized beyond mm-hmm. belief. Yeah. And, but there's always going to be that book show, book show, book show, book show argument. Oh, yeah. Like um, Outlander. Yeah. I, I love, yeah. Did you read the book? I, I've read most of the books, not the last one. You know, like the I didn't read the Sir Sir John mm-hmm. or whatever his name is. Um, that the adventure stories and oh. that stuff. But you know, I I think it's awesome show. And I, I like I love the the beautiful imagery. And so there's some things I just feel like they're escapist. Yeah. And Men in Kilts is escapist enough right, for me. It? Yeah. <laughs> like oh there's a show with guys in kilts like i don't care what it's about let's watch it right <laughs> yeah, there aren't that many kilts and they're not like running around fighting enough anymore i'm no. like yeah. no it's just kind of american intrigue which isn't as i think since they came over here it's not as interesting to mm-hmm. me but i still and also i don't like their daughter i'm just gonna say it i neither. what brie brie whiny. brie is like too whiny and snotty and she does stuff that ruins things yeah. you need characters like that right. however as a writer you know like you need the one character who does something so stupid that it right. puts everything in motion you're like Bree that's you just go you're, tear the stones please just walk just walk go back to your time yeah and like oh no I love him except I'm gonna make him get killed except now I'm not <laughs> like oh <laughs> you stupid girl <laughs> yep so yes, there's certain shows that, um, and books that you just you have characters that you love and you just sometimes seeing them alive is awesome. Like I actually think they did pretty good. It was different in my mind. Jamie was different, but I actually really now it's kind of grown into that. Yeah. Whereas you know, like sometimes you just go, that's not who it is. That's not my character. That's because you have such a good imagination. Yeah, it's always better. Yeah, your imagination is always better. Way (laughs) hotter. But I love, okay, I'm just a sucker for Scottish accent. Yeah. 
I'm Irish, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yay. Because <laughs> you just can't do it in your head. No. Like, unless you've been... When you get around them, though, you like, oh, now I hear it. Yeah. Say that again. No, like, just say it again. Just keep saying oh, that things. that was your grocery list? Could you just please read it? Talk up? about... <laughs> Could you read the weather? Yeah. Read that. What's is it sunny outside? Yeah. Tell me. The yeah. area code. Just please read the area code. Read the phone book. <laughs> That's hot. Now <laughs> it's like okay. Now could you just wash the car? And like hmm, in a kilt. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> Heather's sweating right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Perspiring. Oh, Perspiring. Glistening. I'm yeah. a lady. Yeah, just really <laughs> something. We do that. So. I'm going to take a little break. We're going to fill up some more wine. And then I'm thinking, are you feeling in the mood to do a little music? Sure, I can. Yeah. But I'm, well, after we do the ad, um, then I'm going to have you talk a little bit about what you're going to play because okay. it's really interesting. So we'll be back in just a few. So be right back, guys. Get ready for the epic new documentary adventure ride of your life. Shades the motion picture. A view into the globalist domain. An embellished and Burma's film. Nothing in this world works the way you think it does. Nothing. Governments do not operate the way you think they do. Banks do not do what you think they do. The police department is not here for what you think it is. Nothing in your world works the way you think it does. You have to stand up, speak up, speak out. Shade the motion picture. Order your copy of the DVD today at shadethemotionpicture.com. Imagine standing barefoot on cushy grass while you use a professional-grade knife to deftly chop fresh vegetables on your organic bamboo cutting board. The team at MyZestiness.com wants to help your family enjoy home cooking like this more often. They do this by offering fun and functional tools that make your time in the kitchen more efficient and enjoyable. MyZestiness.com offers the finest and most interesting kitchen goods and accessories, all backed by their world-class customer service team. Check out their ever-expanding inventory today. Visit MyZestiness.com. That's zesty like spicy, nest like home. MyZestiness.com. Okay, kids, we're back. Um, Amy's going to talk a little bit about the song she's about to play, which is really cool and library themed as well. Uh, library themed. And, and as you know, Amy plays the harp, so we'll, yep. could you talk a little bit about the song you're going to play? I will. Um, I play the I play um, both kinds of harps. I have a, a Celtic or a folk harp or a lever style harp, which is what I'll be playing. It's easier to drag into the kitchen than the Lion and Helicopter Heart, <laughs> which I don't know how that would fit in here, but that would have to get a cart and some help. <laughs> I am not strong, so this yeah. is a good choice. But this is a, an Irish song. Um, I'm not sure how old the tune is. The words were written by someone who lived, oh, let me see, Thomas Rue O'Sullivan, I think that is. Yeah, that looks right. So O'Sullivan is in Gaelic with 14 vowels and or 14 consonants in one vowel. 
He lived um, probably in the late 1700s. And he wrote this horrible song, this, like this song about this horrible experience Bad that he had. Song. So it is, he was a school teacher and a poet, and he had been transferred from Derrynan to Port McGee in Ireland. And he placed his huge and valuable library of books, both printed and in manuscript form, all leather bound, plus his clothes on a boat, Dang, foreshadowing, which was traveling from Derrynan Bay to Valencia Harbor. Then he, like, got on a horse and traveled by road. Well, unfortunately, guess what happened? One guess. The boat. It overturned near... No! I know, (laughs) near Carrig, somewhere, just outside of Darien Bay. And his priceless library was lost. That's, like, the worst nightmare of any librarian. Mm -hmm. Right. This Amran de Liber, and I think, like, library labor, um, also known as Song of the Books was his poetic response, and it's probably his best-known song, which is also very popular, with Pipers as a slow air. Like, it's just this lament over... I can't even imagine. You'd lose all your books all at once. I'd cry. I know. I also would probably, like, if I was going on a boat with all my books, I'd be putting them in floaties or something, just yeah. in case. And, so I'm like, I don't care about me, but don't let my books the drown. The 18th century version of a floaty. <laughs> a floaty. What like, is that? Blow up pig bladders or something. <laughs> I would have done something. Um, I think I would have taken him by road. Yeah, I think I would. I would have, like, made 14 trips on a horse. But it might have been hard if you're on an island or something, you know? I mean, I don't I mean, know. He lived by road. But why, did he, why the hell did he do a boat? I don't know. He's just like, I want to risk I, it. Sometimes sit on the couch and I wonder. Like, why would you do this? Right. Okay, I'm going to move my microphone a little closer to you. So hopefully right. I don't do anything stupid. There we go. <laughs> I'm good at doing stupid stuff. I'm but without my glasses. Ooh, so you might be making stuff up as you go. There we go. You can make whooshing sounds like whoosh. whoosh. Here comes the waves.
you can tell. Like yeah. in the end, he's probably watching his books like float down underwater. It's just terrifying to me. It is. And you know, the Irish just know how to make a melody that rips your heart out. It does. All, all their Stomp it. All their wars are merry and all their songs are sad, but they just they really know how to get to the that, you know, nugget of life inside and poke at it. Dang right. I know. Yeah. So what My books are at the bottom of the sea. What do you do? I, mean, I don't know. Like, like nothing. And in those days it's not like even you can quick swim down and you know, because like, cause I get my hair dryer and like dry it up. plastic covering. <laughs> like they're on, you just be like, no, it's they're gone. made out of plant material or, you know. Well, and books are so expensive, right? And that, like people were handwriting them. And, and he has scrolls. Like it, some were not even in manuscripts. They probably went right. poof in the water. I'd be, no. <laughs> you don't even have a plastic bag you can put them in. Yeah, yeah. No, they're gone. Yeah, he probably wore it, wrapped them in cloth to protect the binding. I would almost be wearing them because I'm like, right? I'm like, nope, they're on me. I'm not right. losing these damn things. No, it's just heartbreaking. I know. I, I bet he regretted that. <laughs> I have books that I could totally go to the bookstore, and yet, like, some of them are signed. It would right. make me cry. Right. If I lost them. Or, like, I carried this one on the plane to France. It, it has a I read it while me. I was there sitting in this cafe. Oh, look, this is hot chocolate that I spilled I, in the... I it. licked it off the <laughs> Sitting you know, in Paris. Like, I, I don't want any other volume than the one I licked. This you know? is my favorite one, and nothing will ever replace it. Yeah. And I was it was so funny that the guy next to me thought, she licked her book, and he laughed at it, and... I'm like, would you like to lick it? So he licked it too. Oh, like, you so, know, right. So you know, this has got extra cooties. French flirtation <laughs> book licking. I don't ever want to give this book up. That sounds sexy. In, it in was. A weird way. And then it like, and you know, nothing else happened. No, but you just a moment. You hope that he remembers this strange I, moment. Where let me tell you, children. Uh, once I met an American lady in a in a <laughs> in a in a cafe in France. <laughs> I licked her book, <laughs> and I think about her to this to this day. <laughs> Can't you imagine? Someone telling the tale, <laughs> and it's like, I wonder what she's up to today. And then here you are talking, talking about, about it on the radio. <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird if like you found that person really? because they heard it? <laughs> like, what are the odds? Right. It would be amazing. But so you I, can't, I love that. Like, you can't like waste that chocolate. Mm. That's like wasting chocolate. Like, no, it, you don't. Practically waste wasting, you know, a Eucharistic hoe. <laughs> exactly. There's some like beautiful religious significance to there this. There is, and it's so thick. Have you ever had hot chocolate in oh, Paris? Oh, I, I hear it's just it's like, like brownie like, batter. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> you're eating a dessert when you're drinking right, it. Right. It's not, you know, like hot chocolate. It's it's thing. liquid you can put chocolate. You it in the pan and bake it. You're like, oh, so you batter. Can do a, a little thing of cream to put in it to, <laughs> oh, to thin to it out a bit. <laughs> like brownie batter. So I, my licks didn't completely get off the page. They're so like, I can't do it. I can't do this all by myself. And he's like, lick. <laughs> the thing is that it was that good. Like to get the rest. Would you like to lick the rest of the brownie batter? The problem is, like, if somebody asked me that, I probably wouldn't even think about it. I'd be like, uh-huh. lick? And I'm like, right. wait, where's this book been? <laughs> and it didn't matter. Because like, no. it's, it's 
French chocolate. Because the, the book-licking fairies would have taken care of all of that, <laughs> right? They would. Are there book-licking fairies? There have to there be. There has to be. There's a fairy There's something so specific. It's like, you spill a little chocolate on your book, you have to lick it off. And they work extra hard because they hardly ever get to work. They don't. They're they're like, wow, finally, we've been waiting for someone they're to spill. They're well-rested. Yes. They're highly alert because they've taken naps. And a little caffeinated. And so when someone's like, mm, dude, look book-licking, they're like, we're here. <laughs> no germs. No germs. No germs. It's magical, all healthy. Magical sparkles. Healthy. Magical sparkles. Chocolate's good for your brain. You know it. So, I mean, it's, they got to be good fairies, not bad fairies. Right. They're good so. fairies. <laughs> do, you, do you think about going back to Paris? All the time. Every day. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it sounds so amazing. I haven't been there. It's one. It's on my list yeah. of places to go to. We should go together. Let's go. Right now. Bye, guys. I'll lick your book. Yeah, see ya. I'd lick your book. <laughs> I'd lick your book, too, Heather. You know I know. That I sounds like a thing. Like, you should put on a t-shirt. I'd, I'd lick, lick your, your book. book. <laughs> I'd lick your book. And I'm like, what does that mean? Oh, you spilled chocolate milk, or not yeah. chocolate milk, hot chocolate on it. You like, I'd lick I was it. like, lick me, lick my book. And then you have lick a my book. Like, pouring chocolate over your book. But then you'd be like, that was too much chocolate I've ruined really? in my book. <laughs> you have to have that right amount, like the little drips. Right, yeah. And I was going to act it out, but we're on the radio. Yeah, we're on the radio. It's not a visual medium. Uh-uh. So that that is yeah. okay, though. I was like freaked out, friend, because you got in touch with me the day. Today. Uh, today? Right? What? You're like, you got in touch with me, you're like, hey, can oh, I yeah. come over after work? And I'm like, oh my god, my house! And then I'm like, who cares? Wait, it's radio. It's the radio. It's immaculate in here anyway, guys, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yes, we're, we're all good. Yeah, the only <laughs> behind the doors they shut. <laughs> Strategically. Isn't that what everybody does, though? You you have guests coming over, and you're like, you're putting stuff in the oven. Yeah. If you're like, you have things, like, you have, like, a room that no one goes into, you're like, put all uh-huh. this shit in here, and shut the door, and you yep. and then, and you wipe off stuff, and you're like, good enough, because your real friends won't say anything. Right. People that are a-holes that would say something, never invite them back. Right. Because, I mean, who who would say Who stuff? would? I know. And they like, like, keep bringing it up. Yeah, there Later. are people. There are people. There are people. But you don't invite them. No. Like, you, you just figure, like, either you take your glasses off, and you can't see everything's, like, got that, right. that glow, and you're just right. fine. Or you just go. And those people aren't nice. Drink wine. Because Everything you have to beautiful. understand, like, where, where people are in their life. Like, where I'm in my life. You know, I work 20 hours a week up to, it's, like, 20 up to 29 hours a week at the library. Yeah. Because I'm part-time. So in my other time, yeah, you know, I'm playing the harp for yes. people. You're and, a busy lady. And it's, it's an ordeal, like playing the harp. Not playing. I love sitting there and playing for people. It's the it's the two hours of prep and driving and setting up time. That's and then the two hours of tearing down and lifting it. You know, and a lot of times I have help from people. So if you want to be on Team Amy, <laughs> contact Amy Cardum <laughs> and help her set up. And that it would is, make you like a, a good person it in is her book. Just you know, I only, I love playing for people, but the buildup and the, like, the things I have to go through in order to it's get a there. a lot of work. If it's a hot day, I'm like, I never arrive looking beautiful. You're sweaty, you're... Well, because you do a lot of weddings. It's uh, in the outside, summer, yeah. and they're outside, and bugs, and right. hot, and right. you're in the sun. Right. They don't put harpists 
in in comfortable cool no, they places. They just they like want to showcase it, put all the right. light on you. Right. And you're like, great, now I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my my wardrobe is black polyester. Oh Jesus. But like, but then home. if you're sweaty, you don't see it because of black. Right? right. So I like unload the harp. I walk into the laundry room. Mm-hmm. I like take everything off and just throw it in the washing machine. Yeah. Go take a bath. Yeah. You're gonna be sweat right. sweat monster. And then I do a lot of um, I do some freelance editing and proofreading. So if you need an editor, Amy's <laughs> awesome. So um, a lot of it is for Capstone Publishing, which is children's books. Oh yeah, in oh, town. So you have like this two I am side so, of children. I, yeah, stuff. I am like surrounded by this this wonderful world of creativity and like the whole focus is on these little minds and what they need to learn and you know I never a, a, someone told me once you know I can see you as an elementary school teacher and at oh, the yeah. time I just thought nope nope I'm going into writing and I'm gonna you know write this you know um, write this book I'm going to do, I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's going to be wonderful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be high powered and I'm, you know, I'm going to have this office and Serious write some shit. stuff and advertising <laughs> and stuff. And I did that. I did that. I worked at Carlson Craft Taylor Corporation um, for 20 years and I wrote advertising copy and yeah, I mean, it was fun to like open Martha Stewart magazine. You know, there's see the heavier words right there, you know, it. <laughs> you know, click online and there you were on a website, you know, with the things you wrote and, Oh, that was great and everything, but, um, you know, I, I fell down and I hit my head. Oh, yeah. Um, four years ago. Oh, that's four years right. ago. Right. And then I stood up and I fell down and I hit it again. Don't keep hitting your head right. or so I'm going to wrap you I in know. bubble wrap. So I total three times hit my head and I think it was just my body telling me, like, oh. this is enough now. You're, you're at, you, you've like, you've proven yourself. Yeah. Like, the only person now you haven't proven yourself to is, is you, Amy. You need to, like, look right. at you. So, um, because you fell and stood up and fell and stood up and hit your head again. And not so you're, good. like, going to just take off again. We're going to have you, like, fall. No, this time we're going to crack your ankle and your knee. So you so can't you're run gonna, so fast. You're going to sit there on the couch with a headache and think about it. <laughs> think about it and stop doing this. Right. Right. <laughs> over and over. That was the, you know, everyone needs a wake-up call if you're going to be dumb and, and not listen to your body. And I'm really good at being mind, dumb and right? not listening to my body. Right. And then later you're like, oh, here I am. Here I am. With a headache for four years. You don't like that. No, and so, you know, the so, <laughs> a lot of people say, oh, the children's wing, it must be so fun and relaxing. As like, I want to just kind of like put my phone on record and like and do like a <laughs> you know surround sound kind of thing where like one day the rubber dinosaurs were going to the dentist. <laughs> All of them were getting their mouths pulled open and going. <laughs> insane. And someone's screaming over here. Someone doesn't want to go home over there. And this Someone's... is calm and pastoral. <laughs> no, it's and not. It was not. You know, and that's, I think, a big misconception about libraries. Right. I think it's all beautiful and quiet. No. And you get some guy who comes to the library without pants. Right. Or somebody who throws up and, and right. like, you get a fight. Uh-huh. And there's always something insane. Right. But, but for public library, I mean, probably for your, you know, being in a university setting or we whatever, get weird you know, stuff. But, yeah. but we don't so get in my kids tw- Right. In my 20 hours a week at the library, you know, it's 
not an easy 20 hours. <laughs> it's relaxing. No library hours. I've ever been to has been an easy So job. all this is like a big excuse of why my house is, is a complete and total <laughs> like petri dish. <laughs> How are you? You're either like the most advanced human ever because you're around every disease and germ that a small child so. can bring in there. Either, or, or if I die next week, it's because I visited Amy yeah. and I am not that yeah. strong. You know, but speaking of like the, the public component, I think that's, you know, in, in like when I, after I hit my head, I, I'm like, all right, I'm having a complete and total life review. And, what am I what am I gonna do with my life from now on? Yeah. That's gonna make me not having died in that shower. Because you could have. I could have I mean people hit their I heads mean, when I they die. hit it like one, you know, my neurologist. And you've done it three times, so you're really lucky. I did. I know. How stupid, huh? No, it's but not like stupid. you know, it I could have hit in a different spot or I could have like not come to or I could have all these things I still face right, down and right. drowned or something. Right. You know, like weird stuff. I know, I shampoo up my nose. So, so, like, what, okay, now I woke up, so what am I going to do with this wake-up time? And it was, like, I I don't want that Miss America kind of, you know, I want to make a difference in my life, but it was, like, I have these skills, and here's what I'm going to do. I have this kind of personality. I have this kind of love. I have this kind of smarts. And, like, when a little boy walks into the children's wing, and he's got on his big brother's cowboy boots, and a hat falling down over his eyes. He's going ka-clomp, ka-clomp, ka-clomp. Oh, my God. And I say, howdy, partner. What kind of books do you want? And he lifts up his hat, and he says, Scooby-Doo. I'm like, I am in the right. Yes. I'm. This is what I'm doing. It's so awesome when you are when you just go, yes, I'm in yep. the right place. And you're like, Scooby-Doo, ma'am. Yeah, Scooby-Doo, ma'am. <laughs> exactly. Ka-clomp, ka-clomp, ka-clomp. ka-clomp. <laughs> you're like, that is the cutest thing I've ever seen. It is. Sometimes there's like magical things mm-hmm. that happen, and you just kind of kind of confirmation, don't you think? Yeah, it's like you're in the you're doing the right thing. Yep. So the yeah. universe kind of like going, yep. Yeah. Oop. So I don't know. I believe in science. So it's, you know, some people are like, ah, that's just light flickering because North Mankato's got crappy yeah, electrical. It probably was, but at that minute, that it seemed moment, kind of like a we a added sign. to the surge. Yeah. But you know, like every now and then, it, you just get something that makes you feel like you're on the right path and you make a difference. Like I had one day where I was helping the student do searching and he had gone, you know, I've been trying and trying and I, and I go, tell me what you're looking for. And he's looking for things, studies on autism. And, you know, we went and looked and I go, try this and this and this. And he's like, oh. right. and he like stood up and he shook my hand and I almost started bawling. I know. Cause it's like, he goes, you made such a difference to me. I was like, oh my right, god! Right, and I, I'm like waving my hands in front of my face right now. But at that moment, I was just like stone faced, like I'm so glad I could help you. Right. That's so great. And, and then, but I went my office like, oh. <laughs> somebody likes what I do. Uh-huh. Cause you never hear good things, you know. I mean, in libraries, a lot of times you hear like somebody's unhappy, yeah, or whatever. They're like, frustrated. They frustrated. can't find things. But when you get something good, it makes it right. so worth it. It's so, you know what? It is so simple. Might not be easy, but it is such a simple thing to just flip someone's day. I try and to say like it's 
okay, I know you're frustrated. We don't have Cowboy Small, but you know what? Two other libraries do, and if you can wait a few days, I'll get it for you. People come here on a truck. <laughs> They're like, cool. That's the get best the thing truck. ever, right? They're like, special for me? Like, yes, yeah, special for you. For this woman who's angry, and she comes up, and she's like, I can't download this form, and I only have five minutes left in my computer. Let me do it. I'm like, okay, well, well, here's one thing we can do. We can extend your time. Just relax. It's all going to work We're out. We can extend your time. Downloading is tricky sometimes. And you know what? You're on a PC that's been here I don't know how long. And I'm good at this stuff. I still have it screw up, you know? <laughs> no, I know. Let's go. I'm not an expert. Let's go over here and we'll see. We got it to download. We got it. I printed it for her because she was at her end. Yes. Right? Doesn't it feel good, though? And, yeah, and we just did it. We just did it. And I had one lady who like drove from out of town to the library because she needed to print off some tax forms. Right. And she goes, oh, I have to go to this thing next. I go, she's like, I'm like a visitor and it says I have to put money into this. And I'm like, listen, honey, I'll print this out right? for you. And I did. And she's just like, you saved my butt. They weep. And they, they are so happy. So, I mean, that's the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that, I mean, oh, like, if you like something that your librarians are doing, just tell them. Yeah. Because we don't make a ton of money, but it's it's the stuff like that that keeps and if, us going. And if you like what we do, just come back to us, and we'll keep helping you. Yes. Because we see you, and go, <laughs> you are a regular. Here's what you need. I know what you need. Come over here. We don't have to make a big deal about it, but I will help you with this. I love that part of the job. It's so much more fun than paying bills right. and doing And especially, crap. like, I think with a, with a, us being a county institution, we're open, and um, a lot of people use our facility just to stay warm. Yeah, and that's cool. Or if it's, you know, 100 degrees out, they come in and they stay cool. It's a so public place. It's you know? a public place. And I tell you, my heart was broken all winter long. This was okay. a terrible winter. It was so cold. In Minnesota, it was so cold, and it snowed, and it's so cold, and so And, you know, families would come in, and they have these little children bundled up in their oh, no. strollers and it's like they have no place to go all day long because the shelters were closed during the day and I just so they go to the library they go to the library and I just set my mind that I don't care what anyone else says they can stay as anyone as else want. here no I'm like all right let's set this up yep. what like tell what me can we do? what do you need you need your burritos warmed up yep I'm gonna warm you up some burritos. I'm warm you I'm up. a burrito. <laughs> I'm going to put it in the broccoli in the burrito. I'm going to get a burrito. Why do you turn Italian every I time? I don't know. I think it's because, well, I just have head injury, and sometimes it's hard for me to say stuff, but apparently but I like like it. it comes out really entertaining most of the time. Yeah, I feel but like as long as it's like that, right. it's good. One time I downloaded a movie to my doorknob. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? <laughs> my cousin Ryan had a heart attack oh, laughing no. at me. Oh. I'm going to download that to my doorknob. He's like, what? I'm like, what? He's like, laptop? What? I'm like, what? You, and you don't know it, right? Desktop is what I meant Desktop. to say. Yeah. Certain words kind of, yeah. I okay, the older I get, I'll admit this, is that certain words don't come out right. Like, I'll just say, like, you know, macaroni and cheese. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Macaroni and cheese. And they're like, (laughs) machine? (laughs) (laughs) The stuff that's shaped like a little tube with the orange stuff on it. Like, I don't, 
know how to say it. And then later, I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, just go away from the word for a minute. Right. Think about something else. Walk away from the word. Walk away from the word. And then it comes right up and you're like, okay. But I, I always worry that like down the road, it'll be some worse and worse. And mm-hmm. I'll be like, I can't I talk to anyone. No, right. <laughs> Like, I always, like, then it's that moment. I go immediately to the end. Like, I have Alzheimer's, and, like, next week I'm going to die. Yeah. I mean, you just worry. I know, because people are like, oh, my God, that happens to me, too. I'm like, but it didn't, like, one day you were fine, and then you hit your head, and the next day it happened. Like, that's got to be, like, more scary. It is terrifying, because you don't, like, did the time just shorten for me? Or, like, what what really is it? it? It might be more. Yeah. But, like, in my family, we got some dementia stuff, and I always feel like, is when is it going to happen? When's it going to happen? Is it happening now? Do I not know what the hell I'm doing? Right. You know, it's that, that stuff's terrifying. I Do I need to move scary. to a state where I can end this before it gets bad? Or, or, or just, like, be on all the drugs and not care? <laughs> on all the drugs, and, you know, like, I have a headache every day. I deal with a headache every day. A headache that probably pre-concussion. Yeah. But like, let me think about it right now. So I had, I've had a glass of wine Yeah. and like the headache that I have now, I ha- would have considered staying home from work in my previous life. But now it's normal. Now it's normal. See, that's what's scary. It is like the, like what your body can tolerate for pain and what, and what you can still put out for work. I, I know amazed. I could, I couldn't physically do the amount of production that I did in my copywriting job. From before. From before. Yep. I know that would kill me because when I, because sometimes when I'm, I'm doing like a lot of the proofreading or if I have a fast turnaround um, job of editing or proofing, I'm on that screen and it's 11 o'clock and I just want to like pluck my eyeballs out and like rinse them. You know, I, is there a way to get your brain through your nose and rinse it off? <laughs> if I figure it out, I will tell you. I haven't gotten there yet though. Yeah. I, I, I know what you mean though. It just feels like there's certain things that have made my brain not work right. right. And I, I try really hard to let everybody think that I'm like super on top <laughs> of it. All the time. <laughs> you do not, a good job because I, I never know. I know people, I'm, I, you learn how to fake it a lot of times, but you, you just do your best. And, you know, mm-hmm. think about this, like for every person out there you think is doing awesome. There's so many more that are struggling. Right. They're having a hard time. And we just, it makes me more sympathetic. Yeah. Jeez. And like that person who's it. doing awesome is like working around something they've got. Yeah. I we, think that's what this has made me realize too. Is like how much everyone's working around the stuff they've got. Because you, you can play a musical instrument like an angel. Oh, whatever. You're freaking amazing. I just didn't say the swear word I was going to say when I didn't play the B chord. <laughs> But I didn't notice it because no, you're that good. Did, you're because it's all in this weird tonal kind of thing. It's like you just go with it. Right. But but you know honestly, it's people they don't understand that there's there's something going on with every single person. Yeah. And even the coolest people like you and me, <laughs> <laughs> we got stuff going on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and it we just work with it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So we're like, we got six minutes what do you want left to talk of the about? show. What do Let's we talk about my juicy memoir. Yeah, I want to hear about your juicy memoir. I have not worked on it since before I hit my head. So right. Are you going to be doing I more with it? I am feeling the spark. I'm feeling the fire. And I'm feeling like it's upstairs. Mm-hmm. It's taken up two shelves of my, like two little cubbies of my bookshelf. Awesome. And I really want to 
I want to crack it. Crack it this summer. I do want to crack it. And you have, how, what's your schedule oh, this summer? Um, this summer, well, yeah, after next week, I'm done with my sexy um, time off. Sexy time off because I'm a librarian. librarian. I get sexy librarian. Academic job. librarian. I get summer off. I get summer reading. You get summer reading? So I think what should happen is that I can come over. you should bring me wine. I'll bring you all wine. All summer. I can do that. And chips and dips. Bermuda. This is the, the top of the tater, which top, is a Minnesota top Midwest. Top the tater. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Everyone should have it. In America, fine. If you, if, and you know what? There's places that ship it to everywhere in the country. And if you are interested mm. in that, send me a Facebook uh, post and I will like, connect you to top it. Top of the tater. Top of the tater, man. Like top of the morning, lady. <laughs> top of the morning. <laughs> so, yes, we need to write this summer. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm working on a short story right now, but in the next couple weeks I'll be done. And then I want to work on a memoir. This and then so how much time do you have off? I have, um, I work one day a week during the summer. Sick! I know. Sick. <laughs> wow. Sick and sad. So I'm going to work on writing this summer. All right. Let's pinky swear. Yes, pinky swear. Do you trust librarians? I trust librarians. Okay. We can do this. We're pinky swearing. I don't know if you have it. Okay. So we're going to work on writing and we're going to get you going on your story. Okay. And I want, like, when you, I want the exclusives. Yeah. So when you get this published, I want to interview you about oh, yeah, the process. Absolutely. It's juicy. It's good. It's I not know. like, it's not trash. It takes place in Paris. And there are juicy things to it, but it is such, to me, like, it was such an important awakening time in my life, not just, like, you know, physically, sexually, spiritually, all that kind of stuff. It was just, like, bam, that is when Amy became the Amy she is now. The real Amy. Yep. I love it. Yeah. You need to publish it. Thank you for having me on this show. It's like so the time awesome. flew. Is it really? It's, yeah, we only got four minutes left. So this really, is crazy. It, it goes so fast. It does. And like they they said, Heather, you could do three hours. And I'm like, there's no way I could talk about anything for three hours. Uh-huh. We totally could have we talked totally for three could. hours. But I don't know who would listen for three you hours. Know, <laughs> so I I moved to the cities for a job that did not work out. Like they, I moved there. Six weeks later, they eliminated my department. Freaking right? A, no. I, I, had, I know. I had an apartment. I had, like, I had everything was set up. Right. So, Which I will admit, I was really sad to see you go, but I'm like, well, it sounds like a good opportunity. Because remember that salary I told you? Yeah. yeah it was really good. It was, but, it was bad news. It was awful. Holy crap. So, and now, like, I put all my books back on the shelf, and then, like, six months ago, I'm like, I want to, I'm going to rearrange my... I'm going to rearrange my bookshelf. <laughs> what the hell is that? Italian. You're so Italian. When I do the Ima, like I said, I'm going to rearrange the bookshelf. Yeah. I think it's just hard for me to get oh, the Ima. I'm a new country. I can't just say I'm going to. I have to say I'm a going to. Because uh. it's, it's a, I tell you, it's got to be a brain thing, but it's also Here's what awesome. what we can do. What? This could be fun, too, is if yeah. you go into people's libraries and just say, talk me through this. Talk me through. How did you do this? Yeah. Because I am the worst. About? You know, like, everyone thinks my library at home is going to be, like, awesomely organized. I'm like, nope. Like, my husband is actually a better organizer for, like, books. He'll put things in alphabetical order. And I'm like, oh, I want to buy subjects. You, and over here, I want, like, my poetry section. Right. So it's not a good organization when I do it. When he does it, he's got a accounting but mind. But it makes completely sense to you, right? Yeah, it makes sense to me, but not to him. No, not to anyone else. <laughs> but it works for me. Yeah. You want that book about Chaucer? It's on the bottom. British right. authors. that trashy memoir by Heather. <laughs> I'm working on it. I, yeah, I'm not good at the trashy ooh, part yet, but ooh. I 
could be. It could be. <laughs> Pay attention. It might be coming out next year. Oh, Heather, I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Amy. I'm so glad you could to be I'll here. I'll be back because we have like 14 ideas. Yes, we do. And so um, as a guest host, you are always invited to do this show with I me. I love it. It makes it so much easier in the summer, especially to go oh, somewhere yeah. and drink wine and do yeah. a show. So let's we, do have, we have, I think, awesome ideas that we brainstormed before this started. We totally do. And I think people will enjoy it. Maybe like those two people that listen to the show, but you know. Like, well, you play like. How do they let us know they listen? To well, if you do, uh, a lot of the people that listen, um, they listen like later on. As see, they tell you how much time you have left. Yeah. So please let us know if you enjoy this. If you want more Amy and Heather. Over the harp more. Christmas yeah. Time. Christmas time oh. would be so awesome. Literary Christmas carols. Yes, we'll do that. Have the sure. book of carols. So, guys, let us know if you liked it, if there's things that you want Heather and Amy to talk about. Oh, my God, it's like crack, isn't that? that I was my finger in the dip. Yes, you're allowed. <laughs> it's all right. Like, so, anyway, we love talking with you guys next week. Um, be sure to tune in on Monday. And Amy's going to, like, play us out for the last 60 seconds. Love you guys. <laughs>